Previously on Night's Quest. The two women approach uh-huh. you. One of them has a drum, and another one is holding a flute. I'm Eloise. This is my sister, Bethilda. We're going to Costa Rica. Yeah, we're going oh, to Costa Rica. Oh, yeah, no, so are we. That's awesome. Oh, are you going for the Sun Festival? This year they're doing a competition for the best entertainer in the kingdom. And while our heroes set off onto an exciting new journey, Quis and Leroy do some other dumb shit for a long time. <laughs> Welcome back to Night's Quest, and we rejoin our heroes wherever they are right now, which is on the road somewhere, I think, as I remember from last recording. <laughs> see, like, you're trying to be goofy, but you have, like, an amazing radio voice for yeah. real. Like, that <laughs> sounded so good. Night's Quest, here we are. <laughs> Welcome back to KQO5. <laughs> KQPR. Yeah, that was it, that was it. Uh, I thought it was KQRN. No. Or is that a real radio network? I think, that's, I think that, sounds, that sounds pretty real. <laughs> so where well, we did where we did leave off, our travelers yes. have been heading from Goldon to Coastrine through the Mistwoods. Let's see, we have Salazar, Rainer, Jonathan, Jonathan and Grorg. Grorg, and they had met two new friends, yep. Eloise and <laughs> Bethilda, uh, the two sisters that there, play the was, flute and the drum. Was that's, there another person from Goldon? No, just no. four. There's four, and, and then we met two more. Okay. Yeah, okay. And the two oxen yep. carrying our shipments of better. Yeah, I mean, the maybe, oxen. maybe you were forgetting the oxen. <laughs> maybe or forgetting PB. But... R- remain unnamed. So it's the next day. Uh, we're still in the Mist Woods. The Old Elven Road has been following a small stream, again, that has been providing the mistiness. Is it the Old Elven Stream? It can be now. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't. They weren't super creative with their names. Uh, I haven't named the stream yet, uh, so we can we can name the stream. Brook, the old Elven Crick. How big is this body of water? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I picture like like a group of elves like exploring, and they're like, "We'll call it the old Elven Tree," and that's the second old Elven Tree. <laughs> and, and that one is the slightly less old <laughs> Elven Tree because we we just noticed it. So they it's were not more, as old as they the were old. more practicality over. <laughs> in, yeah. Yeah. But when in Elvish, it sounds beautiful. Oh, of course. So you don't you don't notice that it's just tree, <laughs> big tree. But wait, guys, this forest already has a name. We can't just name every tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can name every tree. That tree is tall tree. Oh, perfect. That tree oh. is Steve. <laughs> but in Elvish, it sound, sounds like Ella Steve. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> Like, that doesn't sound beautiful. That sounds, that doesn't, like, that sounds awful. It sounds like when people pre- like are, like pretend to do Spanish and they just add Ita at the end of yeah. every word. <laughs> anyway. Opino El Doro. <laughs> we can call it the Old Elven Stream yeah. for now. Cool. Uh, it's the next day. You are awake. Let's just start with the gross part. The gross part? Setting the pace for our day of travel. Oh. I mean, Grog's up the first, so I guess he, is. he should probably start. Uh, good morning, everyone. I just got back from my morning jog with PB, and I've decided to go at a nice, normal pace today. 
Rainer is like still mostly asleep, and he's like, "Grog, I swear, one of these mornings, I'm gonna get up early and I'm gonna run with you." You not. But not you not today, because I gotta I gotta get out of this fire first. And like, there's no fire anywhere near him. <laughs> he's still dreaming. He's still he's still like half asleep. Oh. He's like, I can't do it. There's there's too much fire. All right. Well, <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's. Oh, I'm gonna roll a d12, and then we'll see. Eaten by a rabbit. Damn. Oh, that's, that's all right. Uh, I rolled a twelve, so we'll get to that. It's a day of traveling. Yeah. Normal pace, so you can all do one thing. What do you do? Um. Yeah. Rainer wants to talk to Salazar. All right. Probably Papa squat right next to him in the cart. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that that phrase is never not going to sound awkward to me. I don't know why. That's true. Oh, you sit next to him. Um. Rainer. What are you doing? Yeah. I wanted to say I'm sorry. Um, excuse me? Okay. He kind of shakes his head a little bit because he's trying to figure out how to get his words in order here. He's been wanting to talk to Salazar, especially since he's been clearly so distraught over the last couple days, and Rainer's been trying to figure out how to bring this up. We're all walking in pretty close proximity, right? Yeah, probably. I think Jonathan maybe is, like, walking next to the car and just goes, like, geez, just take the apology. I mean, God. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what... uh, This is a new experience. Um, I know it's not really... It's not really to do with me exactly, but I'm sorry that, you know, Katrina left. It was, um, I didn't, and he's, he's getting frustrated because he, he had an idea of how he was going to say this, but now the words are getting kind of tied up. And what he ends up saying is, I don't remember the exact moment that I learned I wasn't ever going to see my mom again. And I'm kind of glad for that because it would have been really, really awful. So... Obviously, this isn't the same thing, but I don't know. When we were coming back, I wasn't even thinking about what it would be like to suddenly learn, hey, suddenly there's a person missing, and you thought you were going to see him again, and instead they're gone, and I'm sorry about that. Oh, well, uh, well, uh, thank you, I I guess. Um, I hadn't really thought about it from your perspective either. I don't really do that. (laughs) Uh, I don't. I don't really know what to say after that because people don't really apologize to me. Yeah, no, me neither. Um, this is super weird. I had a whole plan and everything, and now I just feel like uh, uh, one more, and then I'll shut up. I promise. Salazar's like stuck, like in his spot. You can tell like he's uncomfortable, but he can't leave his spot on the car. <laughs> he does not want to be here. <laughs> no, you don't have to keep going. Like, no, that's you, you can. I wanted. I there was something I didn't get the chance to tell her, and uh, I guess i was kind of hoping you could tell her because i might your not. mom no katrina oh <laughs> <laughs> we're really gonna play the pronoun game here <laughs> i i was thinking well, a lot of i thought we had like succinctly moved on to talking about katrina now i guess that was not well, you, the case you kind of been talking about them at the same time so i apologize i mean there's not a long yep, pause in between yep so then I didn't. you're right also jonathan will tell you i am garbage at trying to like describe anything i'm thinking about so Jonathan's just like Raina, come on. I mean, <laughs> you take, I mean, you take it as big of a pause as, as Leroy does when he's staring at me. I mean, <laughs> oh, he does that for you, too? That's It creeps I, me I, out. He kind of does that for everybody. Uh, it's, it's I don't know if he's trying to. I'm glad he's like, not on this trip. I would have I've been very good. I, I don't know if I'd say that, but I, That's just I at me. least, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the well, point What is, do you want me to tell Katrina? I still though? feel like he's watching me somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, no, just kidding. <laughs> I wanted to tell her that... After we got out of the mine, there was this moment where no one knew what to do, and everyone just felt so exhausted and freaked out, and 
we had found out that some of our friends who we'd known in the town were dead. And even in that awful, awful moment, Katrina put everything aside and kind of gathered everybody up and she explained what had happened and she took charge and she made the best of it. Even though it was awful and I'm sure she didn't want to, it was one of the most inspiring, brave things I've ever seen. Okay, so but what do you want me to tell her? I mean, pretty much just that. Tell I, her that she did something? I'm confused. That that meant a lot. Jeez, I'm not like the most brave person in the world, and that was really cool. Okay, okay, I, all right, I, no, okay. I, I'm sorry. There just there was a lot of words. This made more sense in my head earlier today, and now I'm saying it, and it makes less sense. All right, no, I will tell her. Okay, that you were thought she was very brave. Yeah. If I ever find her again. Well, I'm just saying, like I might not see her. I'm not exactly planning on going to Tarive, and you are. So that's true. I am. Well, thank you, Rainer. I think, was... I think Eloise is just kind of like like half skipping as we go along, and she like kind of gallops up to Jonathan and goes, "Who's Katrina?" <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan goes, uh, uh, "My old boss." Oh, that's true. That's not untrue. Yeah. <laughs> Rainer gained a friendship point with Salazar. Hey, cool. The Salazar get a friendship. Oh, he doesn't have a sheet. Oh my god, I have so many, and I have nothing to do with them all. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> all right, what does everyone else do? Jonathan is going to do a little uh, business test. Okay. So he is going to take one of the smaller chunks of better off the cart. With it in his hand, he's going to hit it with the reverse end of the reverse matic and see what happens. Oh. It turns into... Are you doing the stone or a piece of the gold? Uh, the metal. The metal. Okay. It turns into <laughs> gold. Okay. Is it not blue anymore? Correct. Okay. Well, this is a problem now because now I have, like, unrefined gold, uh, which is, I mean, not, I don't know what the value of gold is in this world, but. Uh, I mean, it's our only currency, so. Well, it's Goldon's only currency. I don't know if there's other currency <laughs> somewhere oh, okay. else. It's, All right. it's Goldon's only shipment export. Like, we right. have oh, allium yes. pucks, too. There's more than. Right. Good point. Good point. A coin. Yeah. I guess he just puts it in his backpack. <laughs> like, All right. Now I know. <laughs> Uh, I think Grug looks at like, like looks where'd around. you get the gold? Yeah. Uh, I had it this whole time. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Oh, okay. <laughs> For a moment, I was like, was, oh, no, the blue's going to wash it was, off. It was in my pocket. Gonna, that'd be very bad. That'd be ridiculous. And then no. I think he takes some of the, the better metal and holds it in the stream. See, it's not just going <laughs> to wash off. It's not just going to, like, gloop down <laughs> like, with the water. Uh, it does not gloop down. Okay, it's, I was going to be really <laughs> Oh, thank God. It does indeed I was going to say, blue. if it stays blue in the fires of a forge, it's probably not going right. to Yeah, sure, you do have, still have your blue side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Through a magical yeah. fireball. Oh, boy, now I have to think about what my people are going to do. Salazar, he doesn't do a whole lot. He just kind of focuses on the road. Grorg, I think he's working on his sales pitch with Bethilda. And he so he's they're just working on that together. He's like, okay, so have you ever been in a situation where you thought, hey... I need some metal that's better. Um, no, I don't. I don't really work with metal a lot. Okay, well, what about stone that was better? I'm. I'm not a. I don't work in construction. <laughs> Jonathan, I think we need to narrow in our our market. Our audience. We've hit our first problem. <laughs> <laughs> what if people don't need our material? Well, why wouldn't they? It's better. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but what you do need it? What? You do need it because it's better. Better better than what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, want all of her questions to be met with like a second of silence and then, Jonathan! <laughs> I think Eloise just goes, that's stupid. <laughs> it's not stupid. It's better. It's better. <laughs> okay. Everything oh is God. better with better. 
Okay. For I'll... example, you play uh, you play flute. You play the flute, right? Yeah. What if your flute was made out of better? Then it would be a blue flute. <laughs> and it would be, say it with me, a flute. Better. No, bet. It would be better. <laughs> it would be better. <laughs> Jonathan, what? why isn't it working? <laughs> Oh my god. Grog just assumes that like Jonathan. everyone's gonna catch on. <laughs> that's that's literally exactly what Jonathan you told should, him would happen. You should want to buy our product because it inherently is better than everything else. Oh my god, his only his, his only crime was believing too much. Jonathan, we might be in a, we might have a problem. Well, okay, how do I how do I get how do I get the blue in the flute? You just have, you have to make it. You have to make it into a flute. I can't make a flute. Well, not you. We would get someone who could do that. This sounds like a, like a five-step... Like, I pay you for the materials, uh-huh. and then do I have to bring them to somebody that... Oh. Or do you guys do that? Or Well, as of right now, no. But I have a cousin who makes... I have a cousin. Flutes. <laughs> what? Yeah, I've got a lot of cousins, <laughs> and they do a lot of things. So many cousins. Is that all that your cousin does, is make Yeah, flutes? he's a flute maker. Flautist? Flute maker? I, I don't know what you would call that. 51% sure. <laughs> that is not what that's called. Well, a person who plays a flute is a flautist. Yeah, but it's they don't call them flute maker. You don't know <laughs> It's a Rillian thing. You wouldn't get it. It's a really... Stop disrespecting my culture. <laughs> <laughs> you assume that everyone in the world calls them flutes? You're wrong. Yeah, yeah. They're flouts. Oh my god. And you're really in there. And guess what? Flouts. And in Rillian, a flout is better. And it's played by a flutist. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that group of people spends their day. I don't know. I'm not going to reward that with anything. Um, but maybe. Oh, no. Here's how it goes. Uh, Jonathan, I really do think we need to. When we get to Coasterine, just us telling people to buy it isn't going to work. We need. I think we yeah, really I should. Think, I think we. I don't think we can sell this like raw material just to anybody. So I, th- I think we should enter that competition. What competition? The, it's the Sun Festival Entertainer Contest. Are we going to entertain people with rocks? Well, you're going to entertain them with just what you do. And at the end, we sell better. Wh- or we use the better what? in your act with, with like your feathers. What do you think that I do? Like, I what? I don't think we have an act yet. Well, we still got, a, we still got time to figure that out. <laughs> okay, I I'm, guess. Do I'm, we? <laughs> I'm just saying, there's a uh, place oh, that everyone's no. going to be watching, like a stage, and we could, like, use that. Yeah, Grog, I'm not, I'm not faulting your logic. I'm just saying, like, I'm not, a, I'm not an entertainer. I'm like... You are. I am? Your pranks are very entertaining. <laughs> I don't know if I... I don't think I've ever done a group pranking before. I don't think I've ever done, like, a stage prank. Well, there's a first time for everything. And you know what? It'll probably be better. Boy, he's really. Uh, Gorg, I don't think you can just say better at the end of every sentence. I was about to say he's really. Uh, <laughs> he's I'll, really hitching his wagon I to that slogan. Louis says, "Well, he seems to be doing it so far, so." And it's better. Okay, I'm done with this. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go practice. <laughs> On your travels, you can. You're still in in the mist woods, but you bump to a a crossroad as another main road joins the old Elven Road. It's a the Traders Road. Okay, is what it's called, and it just it heads to the east. Uh, but you are going to be heading towards the west, the west, okay, uh, to continue with with your journey. As you Doesn't are, it head both ways. It's a road. Well, yes. So it goes east and west. But the Traders Road is to the east, and the Old Elven Road goes 
to the west from this intersection. Oh, so it's like one of those weird intersections where a road becomes another road yeah. halfway down the road for yes. no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it does. It joins with it. It happens in the Twin Cities all the time. Yeah. That's what this is. And as you are, are have been traveling today, you noticed that some of the areas of the woods have recently been burned down. Oh. And it's not like... How recently? Some of them, you can tell, are older. They've got undergrowth starting to grow back. Some of them are, are, are fresh. You know, there's completely barren of any living plants, just scorched trees. Even when you see through the woods and look into the fields, you see patches of the fields have been burned down, uh, even a couple burned down buildings. Uh, and they seem just to be in small, like, patches. Mm. Uh, small areas of this have been, have been burned down. Huh. Wow. At the end of the night, you, you set up camp, and everyone gets in their positions. I'm just curious, for tenting, do you think people share tents, or does everyone have their own tent? I think last time we said we had lean-to accoutrements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like probably Bethelda and Eloise have a tent. Yeah, they have a shared one, and everyone's got their own lean-to. I feel like at one point I was imagining we had tents, because if we had a lean-to, how would I keep Salazar from... Oh, yeah. you're right. I think, you know, Salazar... We did have tents. Salazar has a tent, because he's Salazar. <laughs> Rainer, you probably have, like, a little lean-to yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. And Grog... He's, he travels a lot, so he's got his own uh, yeah. little he's thing. And Jonathan, I don't know what the heck he does. Probably stay with Grog. Because yeah. he's got a tent. You let me sleep in your house, you can sleep in my tent. Rainer has set up like like a fifth of his space uh, specifically for PB. That's adorable. <laughs> I need everyone to... And PB ignores it and just like, hangs in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> because he is a bat. He is a bit. Everyone roll awareness. Uh, 21. Okay. Six. Okay. <laughs> Jonathan is a very sleepy boy. He's a very sleepy boy. I'm going to roll for everyone else. Rainer would normally be sleepy, but maybe something dumb woke him up this time. I uh, know you, you roll for Eloise. Just, okay. Rainer. Yeah. As you are trying to sleep, you wake up in the middle of the night, probably from the middle of your fire dream or whatever it is. That oh, you have God. Is it a recurring nightmare? It's got to be now. It's like a really small fire, but it's very annoying. <laughs> And you wake up hearing... Table of contents! Oh, God. <laughs> this is worse than the fire. That's really concerning for, like, the, the mythos of, like, <laughs> what's a creation story? Because, like, according to this, like... I, this Jake, ver- I was just making no, 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 a book no. pun. I know, but that's what I'm I saying. Like, if, if everything is books... And, like, it's the writer's story, like, was the creation story after something else? Because there would be in the beginning, but then before that, there would be the table oh, the of title contents. Page. So, yeah. like, I think that's... Rainer, the reason you say that is in your books yeah. that you've been reading, Myths and Lore on the Writer, yeah, yeah. Is It True, Is It Not, what we wrote down anyway, there's a section where people talk about, is there a table of contents <laughs> to the universe? And a lot of people debate, oh my God. debate that, whether or not the writer did know every single thing that was going to be happening or not. So that is part of the debate. <laughs> oh, good Lord. And is there is there an, an index at the end? <laughs> oh, boy. I well, don't, ever, even, I don't even want to touch that. Yeah, Obviously, there's an index at the end. But yeah, does a, you just heard that noise. What do you do? Uh, did PB wake up? Sure. Oh, hell yeah, he's coming with me. Can I tell what direction it came from? What did you... You had rolled a high number, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to go sneak and be sneaky and see if I can find anything. I don't think Rainer is, like, cognizant that it might be something crazy dangerous. I think he's just like, oh, what was that sound? So he's just going to go see if he can check it out, even okay. if it's a bad idea. You said you're going to be sneaky? Yeah. All right, roll for sneaky. Roll for sneaky! 16. 
So you sneak through the woods, and the, and the mist has uh, rolled in, causing it to be uh, difficult to see through where you're going. It's not like a thick, dense fog, but it is like a blanket of cold mist up to I, your, up to I, your I knees. I brought my nightlight, because I have that. Your what? His nightlight. Guys, he does have a We've established this. Yeah. yeah, he's got an... Can you describe your nightlight? Yeah, it is... For doing this? I guess it'll have to be some kind of fire. I mean, we got magic. <laughs> Is it like a, it's like an heirloom gets passed. It's like a magic glowing thing. Sure. Like... Yeah. <laughs> it's it looks like it's supposed to be in like the shape of a guitar, but it's so small that you wouldn't really be able to tell. So it just looks like a shitty lumpy light. It's not. It's not good. <laughs> it's just a it's a glowing. Yeah. Yeah. Little, he's had nice. it since he was a kid. Cool. And he's very. Maybe you like it. you like chewed on it as a kid too. <laughs> yeah. So it's like little bite marks. What's oh, the, this must be food. What's the texture of this thing? Like, is it a rock or like I, is it? God. It, Probably plastic, maybe like a like a soft plastic. <laughs> we don't we don't. I was gonna say plastic exists, but well, no, it's not. It's not, not plastic. It isn't plastic. Plastic. Yeah, plastic <laughs> is a, a substance. It's, yeah, it's in this universe. It's, it's from, it, it is. It it's is from organic. Pools. It's yeah. an organic comp. It's from pools. <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, it's from pools. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> so all the poolish armor is plastic. <laughs> That's so concerning. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> but yes, I don't know that how it ended mo- up. I don't know how it ended up with me. But yes, that That's is what it is. Best fucking world building we've done all day. <laughs> so the pools are all clad in like riot gear, basically. Yeah. Like that's, oh, that's yeah. well. That sounds way more badass when you put it that way. Because I mean, like carbon fiber. Is, yeah. You know, I love it. This is great. Yes. Because <laughs> when because when we, when you first said they're all wearing plastic armor, I pictured like Tupperware. So <laughs> that was <laughs> less got two less intimidating. <laughs> They haven't been doing great in the battle. I don't know why they're still alive. Let's be honest. Oh no, so you've got your your plastic guitar, nightlight, nightlight, yeah, and you're sneaking around. The sound of the animal, the beast, was away from your little campsite, but you uh-huh. hear some footsteps coming from behind you. Oh my god! I turn around. Uh, you see Bethilda. Oh, jeez. Hey, sorry. I thought you. Oh, were, did, I thought there was something like some kind of animal or something I, around here. Did you? Did you? You heard that too. Well, yeah, but maybe I just heard you walking? No, I didn't. Yes, Mathilda's footsteps sound like a mountain lion. <laughs> yes, no, I, I am walking. I'm sorry, I'm okay. not very uh, sneaky. But Did you also hear something, or did you just yeah, hear me? Yeah, I, I awoke to uh, some kind of roar. All right, for a second, I thought we just like heard each other, and it was a no, big misunderstanding. Did you think, I'm, did you think I roared? No, I, I got flustered when I saw there was a person. I was expecting I, an I animal or something. I noticed you get flustered a lot when you see a person. Yes. I do. I'm not good at speaking. <laughs> well, I'm working on that. Good. Anyway, should we go find this thing? Yeah. <laughs> what time is it? It was the best conversation I've ever had. <laughs> it's like 2 a.m. Okay. Uh, he looks around for a bit, and then he's like, "PB, go up higher and see if you can find it, and then come back down." PB squeaks and yeah, and flies up. Yep. PB flies back down. Yeah. And he he points with one of his bat wings, All right. like forward, and then he Let's like go. protrudes his little teeth and goes, <laughs> kind of like scratches okay. with his. It's a it's some kind of animal, some kind of creature. He's, he's nodding. He's nodding. Like a like a bear or something. He okay. shakes his head. He shakes okay, his head. Two words. Two words. First word sounds like <laughs> yeah. bat. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like and he he pips. He can't he can't make the noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he shakes his head. He can't do it. He can't do it. So is it super dangerous? Should we go back and get more people? He shrugs. Ah, oh, crap. Because you asked, like, two questions. <laughs> uh, if we go to investigate more, are we probably going to die? I don't think Nathan would deliberately put in, like, 
No, I'm asking. I, I know. Rainer does not know that. <laughs> right, 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 right. PB shrugs. Oh, boy. I really want to see what it is. He's going to sneak again. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're still sneaky from before. Yeah, yeah. And you continue to walk forward. Yep. And, oh, actually, roll survival to see. Oh, my God. This is going to be To our... see if I survive? No. Survive. <laughs> uh, 14. Okay. You are able to see that through <clears throat> the the grass and, mm-hmm. and the plants, you do kind of see a small trail that has recently been made by a larger creature as it, as it pushes the brush aside. So you follow that little trail, and eventually you wind up in one of those little burned areas where the plants and the trees have recently been burned down, making it a lot more open. And you see the creature that had made this noise in the center of it. It does. It is most similar in form to a mountain lion, but its its ears are more pointed like a lynx, and its tail is almost twice the length of its body, Jeez. and so it's kind of like flailing around and you know dragging in the ground and just it's constantly moving and constantly in movement is it on fire no it does it is not on fire uh it just seems to be exploring that area uh you know sniffing around looking for things its eyes seem to be every time you get a glimpse of them in the moonlight they seem to be a different color okay i'm gonna be honest if they can see this animal's eyes and it's like presumably a nocturnal hunter, then it probably it can definitely sees them. see us. Yeah, it now oh, sees you. No. Yeah, good point. <laughs> oh, um, so it stares at you, kind of like a cat who just gets into Rainer does not a defensive move position. A muscle. It's crouched down, and it doesn't seem to be like moving towards you, but it does seem to be pacing. So that way, it's it's always pointing at you as it's as it's moving around this area. Okay, I'm going to take from my 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 sack pack or whatever. Yeah, you haven't used the mystic pouch yet, so you can't take anything out of it. <laughs> <laughs> going to take out a cabbage. Yes, you do have that. Yes. I have five cabbages. <laughs> okay. Yep. I'm going to take one of my cabbages. Continue. And throw it. <laughs> Where are you going to throw it? Like at it? Over it? Under it? Like like a bowling ball? Like what do you... Away, like like to the side of both of us? So, so like not, not at him, so but me... like... So let me imagine this scenario. Yeah. <laughs> you have come across, presumably, some sort of hunter animal. Right. And your solution to the problem yes. is to take a head of lettuce <laughs> and throw it in a direction that is away from both of you. Well, roll for accuracy. Yes. Roll for accuracy. I also want to know how this resolves. That's a uh, 12. Yeah, you throw it in that direction. Just like... Ugh. And it like looks, and it looks back at you because it's like a head of lettuce. But Bethilda goes, "What was that? Why do you have five heads of cabbage? Do you have a better idea?" That's a great question. What does your bat do? Oh shit! I've got my drum with me. Do you know what kind of animal this is? Uh, maybe I I don't remember what it was called. Do you know if it wants to eat us? Just by looking at it, it looks like a hunter creature. Um, I mean, if it wanted to eat us, I bet it, it could probably eat us right now. It's going to start moving a little closer now. Okay. Slowly. Yep. One, one paw at a time. And its tail, you see it move up into the air, and it's just kind of... Oh, what are we doing? It's 
like a lasso? Like what? I, I'm trying to describe. <laughs> I like, don't if I have was, any I'm, clue I'm just, what you're trying to say. I'm trying right to think now. if if there was a mountain lion creature that had a giant tail, like what it would do. I've, in this I've been imagining it's. I'm like when I when it like got down into its defensive position, mm-hmm. I was imagining the tail was kind of curved and arced up over the top of its head, like kind of yeah. a scorpion tail, just to yeah, make itself yeah, bigger. Yeah. yeah. So it's doing that, and now I think it's kind of like waving in in front yeah. to kind of give it like a like just increase the space that it takes up in in this area as it's moving towards you. Okay, then gonna take out the spark pick, I guess. Okay, all right. Jeez. So you take out your spark pick. The well of creative and helpful ideas is running dry at the moment. Maybe, maybe how about dip into the well of save you ideas in that one? <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be good. Okay, so your cup runneth over with <laughs> with living. <laughs> Jeez, I th- I was not expecting a mountain lion. I this is really a curveball. Also, Jake, you, you workshop the name for this thing. Yeah, I'm working on oh, it. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. It's gonna... Oh, yeah, I'm just going to take a step back from it and see, is it still following? Okay, uh, so it's definitely, like, locked on us. I just want to make absolutely sure. You can tell that it does. It, it is locked on you guys, obviously, okay, and yep, it, it's moving yep. towards you, and the tail continues to just create a, a circle around it to give itself more space. You don't know whether it's planning on attacking you, on just pushing you out of maybe its territory. Maybe it's just trying to learn more about you. You don't know, but it, it doesn't look like it's going to give you a hug. No, no, definitely not. Uh, Rainer gulps because he's nervous, and he has, he has the spark pick in both hands. But mm-hmm. before he actually tries to swing it or anything, he pauses, and he says, Oh, no. Okay, PB, do you remember that thing we talked about? That I said we would never do unless it was absolutely the last possible resort. Is this the cross the streams from Ghostbusters right now? Like, what is this? <laughs> PB, PB puts his, his wing yeah, over his yeah, face yeah, and yeah. shakes his head. I don't know, man. I don't have a lot of other ideas right now. <laughs> what are you talking about with your back? Yeah, what are you... I'm going to have him fly behind him uh-huh. and use a special attack so that there's an explosion from the other direction to distract the beast. Okay. Now, I do love the special attack, and I'm glad we're doing the it. The special attack, if you'll remember, is shit. <clears throat> Literally. Yeah, that's... Now, that's, yeah. while PB's guano is explosive, yes. it doesn't explode on its own. Oh, I thought we, I thought we agreed that was how that was going to work. <laughs> Poop doesn't just blow up on its own. That's then what does explosive mean? It's like, so let's say you have, like, dynamite, and you throw it. It doesn't just blow up. You need to, like, <laughs> no, no, yeah. light it. Okay, no, I know, what, you're, I know what you mean. A spark. <laughs> like, I thought that's what we were getting at when we had that it whole conversation. a spark to ignite. Okay, God. This doesn't... This is Jamie, not... it needs a spark. I know, it needs a spark. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> I put together the two-piece jigsaw puzzle you guys laid out for me. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> and you might be too if you don't fucking yeah. do something. Rainer says, oh, fuck. And he hits the ground with the hammer so that there's sparks. Nothing wrong with a good, oh, fuck. Yeah, nothing wrong. Okay, and so I'm assuming PB has also... Yeah, apparently. Okay. This is what we're doing. All right, the special attack happens. I'm not proud of this. I, I need a dice roll of okay. some kind. Just, For what? Just because... <laughs> fuck it, I don't care what you roll, uh, we're doing that's it. That's an eight. Fuck it, we're doing it. <laughs> I'm, I am the writer. I, I decide like when things happen. Oh, my God. So you hit the ground right after PB does the special attack, yeah. um, causing a small explosion <laughs> right in front of you. This startles the beast. And smells really bad. Uh, it smells, smells very rancid. Just 
the worst. Mm-hmm. You see the creature's eyes change colors multiple times as it, as it jumps back, and the tail like whips in front of it to like keep you back yeah. as, as it jumps away. Mathilda then kind of jumps in as well and starts playing the drum really loudly <laughs> to just create more noise and more it. ruckus right, to yeah. uh, scare away the creature. The, the beast looks at the two of you, seeing the explosion. And when, it, when it's whipping its tail around, is it actually making like a whip sound? Oh, hell yeah. That's Whoa. Like, yeah. Whoa. That means it's creating a freaking sonic like wave with the end of its tail. Yeah, that's how fast yeah. it's going. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I love it. Then I think it just doesn't give two fucks about an exploding ground creature. So yeah. it doesn't run away, but it does slowly back up, keeping its tail in between the two of you every now and then. Whipping a little bit to show that you shouldn't go near it. And Bethilda turns to Rainer and says, Remember what that was? That was a Mistwalker. And they are Great. N- not friendly. So that was close. Okay. He very carefully puts the pickaxe back in his pack and he says, I am going to go to bed. I don't know why I came out here to chase after a mysterious sound in the woods. I'm going to bed. Yeah, me too. So, this was great. PB, thank you for helping us not die. I will see you in the morning. And he just, like, very calmly walks back to the lean-to and tries not to completely lose his mind. So, you go back to bed. Yep. You continue your fire dream. It's great. Oh, my God. (laughs) And it's the next day. You wake up. Bethilda's already telling people when you wake up about uh, the Mistwalker that you saw last night. I think Salazar... He doesn't give two fucks. Nope. Let's just keep packing everything up. I don't care if you were almost eaten by some big cat. Let's just keep moving. No yeah, one okay. got hurt. No one died. We're good. Yeah, but why was the word? Why were the woods burned though? Did anyone figure that out yet? No. Uh, no. Oh uh, no. 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 Are we? Are we really close by a patch of woods that was burned? Yeah. Yeah, you were in one. Well, yeah, yeah. When we were, but like in the camp, I wasn't right. sure. Uh-oh. Um. <laughs> Just, just because he's still he's still punchy from being so tired and like not maybe thinking super rationally, he's like, I'm gonna play mending melody and see if I can heal the woods. That's not how that works. It All the it woods. Does, it doesn't do that. Okay, he it pl- does not. Do he that. plays mending melody, and nothing happens. <laughs> it does. It doesn't heal the woods. All right. Um, cool. So well, that was my contribution for the day. You guys can uh, you guys can take it from here. I'm going to fall asleep on the cart. All right, I'm setting the pace. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Salazar sets the pace as rushed. Okay. So you continue the next day. This boy. This boy. Does rushed let us still talk? I don't remember. Not really. Not no. really, okay. It's my way of saying I don't want to have any scenes today. Fair enough. So we're going to keep moving. Yeah. You continue following the Old Elven Road to the Mistwoods. And Salazar makes it clear to everyone that you're going to be getting to Costa Rica today. Um, oh. Because he has, he has traveled there before. As you travel, you see more of these burned patches coming up. Before, they were just like, oh, once every now and then. But now you'll see like a couple so next to each other. So they're uh-huh. increasing in like regularity? Yeah, in, in regularity. Frequency. Yep, as you continue to get closer to coasterine and then near the end of your traveling today the mist wood yep. seems to kind of fall back as you get into a couple of uh, hilled areas and you notice a, a large arena by the side of the road with lots of banners uh, hanging from the sides and it's got many seats and there's a an area in the center that could be used for jousting or for races or for whatnot and you see a lot of people in there decorating hanging up ba- these banners and, and streamers of, of gold and purple as you enter 
Salazar says, oh, we're very close to Coasterine. This is the uh, arena that the Sun Festival usually performs in, whatever the type of contest is, is every year. But I don't have any time for that. <laughs> Raider, Raider was not listening to him because he was distracted by, like, all the banners and cool stuff. He's like, Bethilda, is this the arena where they do the da-da-da at the Sun Festival and stuff? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's cool! Where, that's that's the place, like what, what Salazar said, yep. Oh, yeah, okay, yes, right, thank you. Just a few miles past that, just, you know, two miles later, you see the city of Costarine. It is a magnificent, large city, prominently met by a huge wall uh, that surrounds the whole thing. And you can tell that the wall is very old. It's not in bad shape, it's not like crumbling or anything, but you know that it's old. It's got vines growing up this side. <laughs> you know it. it's old because it was there before <coughs> you got there. It's old! <laughs> it's an old wall. And uh, so then Salazar says, Well, here we are. Welcome to Coasterine. Goldon, Quiz, it has been obviously a couple days since everybody left. You've been working hard. Give yourself 10 more gold pieces yeah, for, your, for your hard work. <laughs> and today is, is your day Making off. Making omelets. Or rather, telling Frank to make omelets. <laughs> <laughs> today, today is your day off. Give me just a very brief, how, what, you know, what kind of mischief you got up to in, in the beginning part of the day. Usually, Quiz starts his day off by going to the cabbage guy Oliver but not not like really causing a problem just taking his cabbage that's probably arranged and stacked in a pyramid mm-hmm. and stacking it in something that isn't a pyramid <laughs> so just like rearranging them yeah just oh, just rearranging every time and like of course you can't really say anything because I'm not like taking anything or yeah. like damaging anything I'm just moving stuff around <laughs> of course why <laughs> I think I think this time he goes oh I was kind of a I'm looking forward to see what arrangement you make today, because the cube, the cube was <laughs> impressive. I think he just takes the cabbage off the top and, and hands it to him and then walks away. Ah, damn it. As soon as I get excited. Oh, no. Uh, I think as you're, as you're walking around, you bump into Leroy, and Leroy says, Oh, Chris, hey, I've been, I was looking for you. How's, it, how's the work life going? I mean, I'm, I'm getting really good at saying the word omelet. I, do a lot of people order omelets? I mean, it's, Frank's really good at omelets. <laughs> I'm pleased. I want to imagine that like not many people have been ordering omelets, but you've been telling Frank <laughs> to give them omelets. Every <laughs> order becomes omelets. And everyone's like, "I didn't order this." <laughs> Can I have a steak? One omelet coming up. <laughs> One omelet, no steak. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm glad that uh, you know I've been I've been working too, and you know I feel really bad because I've been kind of. Uh, <laughs> Okay, all right, I'll just get to the point. When we got back from our last travel, you know, a month ago, I kind of, like, ditched. I kind of, like, ditched you. And I remembered that we actually had talked about you coming over for, like, dinner. Yeah, no, I didn't didn't forget. I just kind of assumed that you forgot because... It was a mixture of I forgot and I was also preoccupied. But... There was pie at the dinner? That's... That's... 
Yes. That's my thing. <laughs> One, that's my thing. Two, yes, because we're a bakery. Yes, there were pies. Yes, they were pies. Obviously. Oh my God. We don't just make bread. We make other Bread affiliated. This products. is actually news to me. I thought they did just make bread. No, he, but like we, in episode lot. one, he made a, he was decorating a cake. That's true. You yes. know what? That's an excellent <clears throat> point. And he and he made the cake for the celebration. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, do you want to come over for dinner tonight? Uh, depends. What are you having? Uh. Yeah, sir. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, it'll be it'll be great. Awesome. Sweet. Cool. I'll see you then. When? When? Uh, tonight. What time? Dinner time. When is that? When people eat dinner. Is, Tonight. Wait, hold on. In this world, is there like a like an empire regulated time where <laughs> oh, everyone shit. sits down no. to eat? There's like a bell. Oh no! <laughs> I'm late. You must eat. I love you must how feed. I love how both of these characters are amazing at like giving someone an instruction and the other person being like, "What? What do you mean?" They're just like, "Okay, thanks, bye." <laughs> I just don't care. You'll just you'll show up at the right time. <laughs> It's a non-important detail. I think Leroy is just waiting outside the baker's <laughs> home because he doesn't know when dinner time is. It's always dinner time. Gotta stay fresh, dinner you know? Dinner somewhere, yeah. Dinner o'clock, yeah. Now, I guess we can just skip to it, but does just, just Quiz do anything? Uh, in the meantime, otherwise we can just skip to the to dinner. Uh, you, could, you could check how Lysander's coming along with the cabbage project. Yeah! <laughs> Yeah. That also he never agreed to do. Yeah, he definitely does that. <laughs> Last time I was like, I'm not making it. <laughs> so, so I understand you've got a lot of projects and you, you haven't gotten to it yet. So. No, I'm just, it's not no, on my I'm, list. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not I'll see you later. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Quiz didn't pay him? He, he specifically told him he wasn't going to be able to do it? He just gave him the cabbage, it. then picked it back up and left. I'm never and said, make, make this, this cabbage. out of metal. Really excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite quiz. thing. It's so good. I love quits. Okay, so <clears throat> it is now dinner time. <laughs> uh, quiz, you, I assume we go to the, the baker's. Yeah, I, I've, I've been there. You've been there. Uh, Le- Leroy is outside, uh, kind of waiting, twiddling his thumbs. Oh, uh, Quiz, you're here. Welcome to my house. Thank you. Please come in. A- after you. <laughs> what? Go. I mean, go ahead. It's not a formal like thing. Like, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just, uh, we can just go into the door. Yeah, we can just go. In. You're really good at that quiz. At just like this is exactly as awkward as I hoped. At telling be. people that we can just like leave and stuff. You're really good at that. <laughs> you have that initiative. Yeah. Okay. He just <laughs> goes inside. <laughs> and so does Quiz. Uh, you go inside, and uh, Miss Baker greets you, and she's like, "Oh, Quiz, it's so good to see you." And she gives you gives you a big hug. <laughs> Mr. Baker says, "Agnes, Agnes, get your hands off the boy." Come on. No. Agnes, come on. <laughs> this would be the only thing he says for every conversation. But We're gonna talk. If, talking but Mike. what if it is? Uh, yeah, uh, Chris. This is my mom, Agnes Baker, and this is my dad, Mr. Baker. Mr. Baker. <laughs> He's very. Yeah, I'll be very uh, formal with him. Refer to him as Mr. Baker. My name's just Tom. I, we don't need to make it a thing. There's, there's no reason for you to be for you to be 
you'd be formal with me. I'm just, I'm just Mr. Baker. I'm Tom. I'm Tom. <laughs> like Bill Cosby. I'm Tom. Tom I'm, Baker. I'm Mr. Baker. Tom Baker. <laughs> <laughs> it's evolving. Is it's only said three words so far. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. Please have a seat. Uh, you can see that they've re uh, They've got a table uh, set in the middle with Chubb floating in the center as like a centerpiece. <laughs> Um, and sure enough, there's obviously bread and a pie made, and they've got some chicken that they've prepared and cheese. Can it be a pot pie? Yes. It's a pot pie. Cool. That's what it is. It's a chicken pot pie. It has, absolutely. Cool. That's what's for dinner, a chicken <laughs> sure. pot pie. Please I have a guess. seat. We're going to eat this food. <laughs> I, I assume so. Please excuse my son. He's very awkward when it comes to interactions with people. <laughs> I've noticed. We've tried very hard. Oh, boy. He, he gets it from his mother. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Tom? No, he gets it from the poison-ass <laughs> bread you keep feeding him. <laughs> they can't try to blame this on somebody else. Uh, so you all sit around the table, um, and you start eating, and let's just, let's just give some couple snippets of the conversation. So, Quiz, I hear you have a job. Yeah? I mean, so do you. Yeah, we do, Yes. Um, She's like slowly like cutting her food. So, what is she cutting? Like the the pot pie. Like a. <laughs> She's like cutting it into small. I need to cut the pot pie into smaller do you, pieces. Do you know what a pot pie is? Yes, I eat pot pies all the time. It's like a stew with bread on top. I've been fucking eating them wrong. <laughs> what are you? Because I cut out slices like a pie what and then I cutting? eat it. Like a oh, fucking. Like I cut my pot pies like a pie. There's, Before or after you cook them? They, they can, after? They can kind of be a little more solid. It's not yeah. necessarily like it immediately spills all over the plate. No, plate? How, what is going on with you two? What, what pot pies are you eating? So apparently I've been eating pot pies. Well, now. no, me too. Jeez. When I think of pot pie, I think there's like a ceramic bowl or crock uh-huh. with the filling. Yeah. And then there is a layer of puff pastry on top. Oh, my, my huh. pie has puff on the bottom. No, yeah, we, made him, we just made them like, like the shape of a regular pie, except it's got meat and veggies in it instead of fruit. I'm so confused. So it's, maybe, it's you, know puff, you know Hold what? Hold up. Yeah. That's what's happening right now. Okay. Chris is, com- <laughs> as, <laughs> Agnes, three different types Agnes of is cutting pies. the pot pie like a normal pie and then eating slices. <laughs> Leroy is like eating it like a sandwich. <laughs> uh, Tom, he's... <laughs> uh, he's got the whole thing like on a big fork, and so that's amazing. Quit is pouring out, and then Quist is eating it like a soup. Okay, this is just a very confusing meal all around. I didn't plan on this going this way, but yeah, I, this is Night's Quest. That's all I all I've ever experienced with pot pies. That's not entirely true. I know what you're talking about now that you're like explaining it, but I was so confused as to like what would you be cutting. <laughs> so, uh, Quiz, how is your life. What, like? How is it? How are the things? I mean, that's, I, that's a big question. I mean, I... Uh, yep. I wake up. Good. I go, go to my job. Good. And when I'm done, then I eat a couple omelets. And Good. We don't have any of those. And then I, then I go... I mean, I came here today, but usually I just go home. Nice. That's a lot of... <laughs> That is great. It's a lot of it's a lot of that. It's, I mean, I'm not doing anything exciting right now. It's just kind of. I mean, I, I yeah. think got any projects? Special? I I don't have any projects, but but uh, Lysander <clears throat> is making me a cabbage. Oh, that sounds of, really cool. How would he even do that? I'm very excited to see what he does. Wow, you know yeah. me too. 
Actually, that does sound very interesting. A metal cabbage. She's definitely making it. How, how would somebody even do that? I don't know, dear. That would that'd be fascinating. <laughs> I'm going to have to check in on that now. I'm going to go ask him. I'm, I'm going to ask him tomorrow when you get home. I'm going to ask him. I mean, he's like our neighbor, so I think I would have seen him working on it by now. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Maybe, yeah, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should uh, make, get, get, a, get a move on that. Uh, so the meal is nearing its close, and it's just been awkward, though. It's, I think there were probably periods of time where it was just silence, and except for, like, everyone eating. Like, you know, it's just it's an awkward meal. At the end of it, Leroy says to Chris, Well, Chris, thank you for eating food with us. <laughs> um, but I, I have to admit, I did have an ulterior motive. I just kind of assume yeah. that that's the way it is with you. Yes, to inviting you over here. Uh, he takes a bite of his of his bread. Um, you see, the thing is, uh, me and my parents, these are them, we've been very busy these past few weeks working on some... Mom, can you explain it? You do it. Some, some okay, bread, basically, um... You, Chris, are you familiar with uh, what we do here? Well, like bake things? Yes, we do that. Um, we have a special tradition here in our family, baking bread, but also we bake a, a special bread. You've seen, you've seen Leroy's special bread? Have you had it? Yes. It's very special. Yeah, it is. Um, do you remember what happened when you last had the special bread? Not much of it, no. Um, well, in case you forgot... In case you forgot, uh, the bread can cause people to see visions of of cows and maybe sometimes cords above people's heads. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Good. Yes! You see that? And that is something we have been trying to recreate with our bread. And unfortunately, no matter how much special grain we use or whatever we do, it, it, it is a... We haven't been able to get it quite right. And we realized the missing ingredient in that recipe was... Is friendship. <laughs> well, yes, actually. You. Your friendship with Leroy. We need... We need you. Well, like... Like, how, how much how much need? Like, what does that look like? <laughs> Could you please well, you phrase see, when that you, in a way that yeah, doesn't so make it needing, sound like you're going to eat? No, quiz. exactly. So, so kneading <laughs> is when you take the dough and you... No, Leroy, no... No, Not, no, but Agnes, that's what it means. That's what that, that's what that means. Yes, okay, yes, Tom, yes. That's not the one we're talking about. We're talking about N. Oh, that need. Need is when you require someone else or something else to do something. I mean, sure, yes, that's a definition. Um, We need your m- magic or magic abilities to be able to tap into this... Uh, bread. This bread. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be really upfront with you guys. I only know like three spells. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. We don't. We see. We don't know what the answer is yet, but we know that you are a part of it. And, and Chris, what we're telling you this, this is a secret. We, you cannot tell anyone. What, what I what can't go and tell people you're baking bread. Okay, you can tell them that. <laughs> okay. Now think about it. This is. Probably not as... You have, like, the e- the easiest cover <laughs> for this supposed secret. Yeah, she, he's got a point, Ma. He's got a point. What are you guys doing? Nothing? Baking bread? Oh, okay. You're bakers. Like... <laughs> yeah, he's right. Oh, boy. I think, uh... Mom, I think we gotta show him. 
Tom, what do you think? I thought we already decided this before we started the dinner. <laughs> okay, yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. This conversation is a train wreck. <laughs> All right. A what? A train wreck. Oh, I thought you said a trade back, and I'm a like, trade, what is that? A trade back. Interesting. Chris, um, we have not very many rooms in this house. We have, you know, this main room where we where we cook and we serve. We have our bedroom where we have our beds. We have our bread, have room, bread room where we store our breads. And then, <laughs> and then we have the vets. What I said, room. And it's a room you can't go into because that's what we said. <laughs> we did say that. That's what we said. But, um, but Chris, I recently have been allowed to go into the that's what I said room. I think Chris is sitting there like, okay. Like this means nothing to him. Like, <laughs> no, you did want to go into it. Though. Right, but like, I, I think like to him, he's like, I'm really happy for you, but like, I don't really know what this, I mean, what... We're going to take you into the That's Why I Said room. Oh. Come. Come, come. <laughs> Leroy leads you to, <laughs> to the door. It's just a normal-looking-ass door. Chris, um, what you're about to see again, this is, this is top secret. Literally only the four of us will have been in this room. Okay, but, like, also, <laughs> like, like, you and I have also been to, like, another dimension. We did do that. And I've seen the outside of your house. So I know that whatever's in this room isn't going to be, like... Right. Yeah, no, it's not another dimension, but it's... You just got promised me you're going to keep it a secret. You can't yeah, tell yeah. Can't tell Jerome. You can't tell... Why would I tell Jerome? I don't know. You guys, <laughs> well, I guess you don't I seem like best guy. friends, now that I think about it. Um, you just can't tell anyone. Can't even... Can't even tell Rainer. Well, that's going to be pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's not around right now. Okay, let's go in. Yeah. <laughs> let's do that. So you open the door and enter into the that's what I said room. And inside, it is about the same size as... It's just a box with a string in it. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> no, it is about the size of a, a storage closet, so it's not very big. In fact, it is, to some degree, a storage closet. On, on the left side of the room are a lot of sacks of grain, all labeled special grain. Uh, there's tons of them, tons of them all stacked up neatly. On the right are a couple of shelves covered in, in books. You recognize one of them to be Leroy's special book that he had had earlier. Mm. Some of them being recipe books, some of them being family histories, but they're all very old books. And also on the shelves are a bunch of old cooking utensils. So a spoon, a bowl, a knife. All of them also seem to be very old, but also well used and, and well cared for. Probably family heirlooms of some kind. But the the most striking thing in the room is across from the door uh, on the other side of the room there is a pedestal you can tell is newer and it has the amulet of chance resting on top of it and behind this pedestal is a large beautiful tapestry from the bottom of the tapestry you see a golden field of wheat you can see golden threads woven into it is on the bottom and right above that is a large loaf of bread you can see the golden threads have also been woven into that, and around this loaf of bread are people in different stages of the bread-making process. Of there's, course, okay. there's people harvesting the grain, uh, grounding into flour, kneading the dough, put it in the oven, and then right above it are two people taking bites of the bread. 
You can see the golden threads weaving around them and up and above you see a familiar picture of an orange sky, a straw castle, and cows walking away from it. But no Mirjik. You don't, you don't see the six-armed cow there. Okay. Um, but just this familiar sight. And at the very top of this tapestry, you do see the Mirjik symbol made completely out of this golden thread and words written around it. It, it says, bread feeds the masses. Those who control the bread control the masses. And Leroy walks to the end of the room and and gestures to the tapestry and says, This tapestry right here was was made for my family centuries ago by some prophetic tapestry-weaving lady. I don't really know who she was, but but she she made it, and it has kind of depicted what our family's all about, right? We, We stumbled upon this special grain, made it into bread, started having visions, and we started fine-tuning that recipe over generations to, to get to a point where now I could start drawing pictures of these uh, elusive cows from my dreams. I'm going to be honest. I'm super lost, and <laughs> this is really underwhelming. <laughs> wait, 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 hold up. Leroy's family, his, Leroy's family history is all about conquering the world through bread. Is that what we're getting at here? Let me finish. <laughs> and so we've been trying to fine-tune that recipe so that we can understand what these visions are about and and thanks to your help we've been able to answer a lot of questions about what this mystery straw castle is who the cows are what that symbol is right we we figured it out now we know our family's purpose that the writer has made for us is to be able to communicate with Nyrjik and learn who the hero is that's how we can control the masses. Oh wait, what? Why do you want that... to control the masses? Wait, that's what this is all. This was the... <laughs> no, not like take over. No, but control. no, 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 no. But like, we could have asked that question like at any time. Like, what do you mean? Well, like, no, just like, like, like we've talked to Mirjik like multiple times now. Well, that's what I I tried to do last time. I was going to talk to him about it, and then he kind of freaked out, and I realized that just talking to him is kind of. He can't be controlled. A little bit, a little bit. can't be controlled, to say the least. Yeah, that's kind of his thing. Yeah. So we need your help. To do what? I don't know. You're, you're like Mirjik's dude. Yeah, but but what am I supposed to do? Some combination of Mirjik and our bread gives us the ability to see who is or who isn't the hero. And if we know who the hero is, the one person who has free will, I mean, that's... That's game-changing. That's, that's story-changing. Okay, hold on one sec. And he holds up his, yes! his pinky finger to his yes! mouth and yes! his thumb yes! to his ear. Right. Yes! Roll d20. Sixteen. Oh, it took you about time to figure this out. Oh, my mm. goodness, this is pathetic. You, you stupid family with all your bread and all your mysteries, and your father just to talk to me. Just talk to me. I'm not that pathetic. Oh, hi, Quiz. How's it going? What do you need? Uh, hey, who's the hero? What? <laughs> Well, who's who's the hero? I just I I, I guess I guess I I never thought to ask because it's not a big deal to me I guess. But but who's who's the hero of the the story? Who's the hero? <laughs> oh oh okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh Jamie roll a d twenty. Okay sure. Uh that's a four. Number four. Well, that's a good question, Quiz. 
Um, well, I don't, I don't want to tell you. I'll be honest. Why not? Because I'd rather have you just figure it out. How? Well, this boy with the bread, he's not wrong. A little mix of magic and a little mix of bread. It does fine-tune. You want to kind of see what I see. The messy cords that are all over the place. And, well, I don't... I'm not going to tell you. Partly because I don't think I should. And I don't... I'm, I'm kind of... It's been. It's not been great up here. Um, I've been making a lot of mistakes. But it's cool. We, we roll with it. But I do want you to figure it out. And... You know what? I have an idea. I'll give you I'll give you a clue. The hero is currently in Costa Rica. How's that? Does that help? Sure. I mean, it's more than I was expecting to get, so. <laughs> I think Leroy, like, grabs your hand and, and speaks into the your pinky. Oh, my God. Mr. Mirjik Cowman, sir, it's, miss. It's the other side. And he, like, moves his pinky. <laughs> oh. Uh, you got to hold down one me. and star. Yeah. Oh. Um. <laughs> Hey, listen, uh, it's cool that you're chatting and not trying to, like, kill us and all. I appreciate that. we got to figure out who the hero is. Can you can you help us do that? Oh, that's the rhyme one. That's <laughs> of course. A lot of the, the, the wispy strands start coming out of the ring and encircling both Leroy and Quiss. And you hear Mir- Mirjik say, The hero you seek is in Coasterine. You should go there to see what you can glean. And then come back. And give a report. So to help you out, I'm going to teleport. And then you see one of his cow hands come out of the ring and snap. And all of a sudden, both Quiss what? and Leroy what? are in Coasterine. What? <laughs> Hey everyone, I've got some news for yous, so I'm going to say it, I'm going to tell it, and uh, this is this is where I tell it, this is where all that stuff happens. And help me get that done, I have one of our newest companions, one of our newest party friends, I guess she's not really a party member, uh, it's it's Bethilda. Hello everyone, it's nice to to be here, I suppose. Uh, I guess I, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do, well that's, that's easy. Uh, you, Bethilda, just tell everybody... Uh, the the news that's for them. But first, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, I have a younger sister named Eloise. I can play the drum. Okay, yeah, we we knew those already. I don't know; those are kind of my my fun facts that I tell people when they ask me to get to know them. All right, instead, how about you just tell people what what they should what they should do if they like the show? Well, if if you, if you like the show, please leave an, uh, a good review on on iTunes or Stitcher really helps us out. Uh, all the details that you can leave are very nice and encouraging. So we, we love getting those from you guys. Uh, also, you can follow us on uh, Nights.Quest on Instagram and Nights.Quest 
dot podcast on Facebook, where well, I got some interaction going on, uh, and and you can become a part of, of a bigger bigger community. So that's that's a lot of fun. Uh, I know I, I like being a part of this Night's Quest community. It's fun to be a part of it now. I uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. So you guys can uh, head on over there as well. Awesome. Thanks, Mathilda. And now I've got some new news for you guys. You guys know know Jake. He's on this podcast with me. Yeah. Uh, well, he's in a movie. Yeah, that's it's pretty exciting stuff. Now, this movie was written and directed by one of our friends and actually fan of the show, Josh Palmer. Shout out to you. Uh, this movie is called We Are Kickball. The reason I bring this up is because if you live in the Twin Cities, Metro Minnesota area, then you will get a chance to see the premiere of this movie, We Are Kickball, at the Highway 61 Film Festival on the first weekend of April. I don't know too many more details about that, but if you want more information about how to see it, uh, just search We Are Kickball on Facebook or the Highway 61 Film Festival, and there'll be more details there. But to kind of give you guys a taste of what the movie is about, I'm going to read the description that they have here on Facebook about it, and I think it's uh, pretty good. Uh, They say that We Are Kickball tells the story of two opposing church members who challenge each other to an absurd kickball game in order to recruit an outsider to their side of the pews. Uh, It's based off of a true-ish story. Uh, Josh lived in a small town with a bunch of churches, and they got all the youth groups together and played a big kickball tournament. Uh, I remember Josh talking with me about the concept of this movie, and I was like super excited for him to eventually make it, and boom, here it is. So Jake's in it, Josh made it. So if you are available that weekend, go check it out. I'm going to see, hopefully my calendar is open, I'll try to make it there, and maybe you can meet us too if you want to talk with us. That'll be that'll be a fun time. I know a lot of you guys aren't in Minnesota or even in America who are listening to this, so we'll keep you guys posted if it, uh, there's ever an opportunity for you to be able to watch it. Uh, where you live right now but that's all the announcements that i have for today so thank you again so much for listening thank you for telling all of your friends about this show uh it's uh how we're able to get through this a shout out to everyone listening in australia right now thank you for for listening as well and we will see you all next week in costa Rica.